everyone, thanks for uh, this is the uh Jay, you're screwing me up now. This is the I Classic Gaming Podcast. You'll never silence me. I am Robert Ring. Blake is the one you can still hear who's talking. That's Blake. I'm Corey. not saying anything right now. Blake, 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 Blake. Yes, you are. Uh, well, and now. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Blake, Blake. And uh, Jay Totoro, he's the other one. Blake, Blake, Blake. That was alone in the chaos with our intro music. Today's date is May eighth, two thousand fifteen. We're here to talk about some games. Good job. Some video games. Video games. Video games. Um, since we were almost about to start talking about it, real quickly, you guys, did you guys watch the uh, boxing match? I did not, yeah. and I'm yeah, glad uh, I didn't. I watched the ending okay. of it, rather. I tried to watch it, but I was bored, and yeah. I watched it. Uh, yeah, I it was. I, 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 I wasn't like disappointed in it. It just wasn't a like big sensational thing obviously this but was like, supposed to be like boxing's last big event it's five years coming man yeah but no i mean i, I think it and went exactly how most people expected it it's that's how it should have gone like on paper that's pretty much how it should have gone down yeah so I a lot mean, of people that's kind of yeah if you think otherwise then you have a different opinion than me <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. I know I get a little confrontational sometimes, but I don't know if I can come back. I mean, the big contention everybody has complaining about it is that uh, it was boring because uh, Mayweather danced around a bunch and didn't actually box. Hey, have you ever watched boxing before? (laughs) Well, the thing is, um, someone raised an interesting point that there was it was a while back now. I don't remember how long, but it was a while. The NFL had similar complaints in that uh, people were saying. This these kind of rules right here make uh, American football really boring to watch, and the NFL changed it because of that. Do you think that uh, boxing needs to do the no. same thing? No way. But, but football's actually going the opposite direction now. With all the, I, I watched a really, really, really. Fa- I actually watched two fascinating documents about uh, concussions in the NFL. That's going the absolute absolute opposite direction. Probably in the next ten years, we're either going to see people not wearing helmets or wearing leather helmets, and they're not going to be wearing nearly as much padding uh, because when they wear these big ass suits of armor, they feel invincible, so they run at each other at full speed. Right. And okay. so they're causing massive damage to themselves. And, mm. and you know, like all the NFL players think suicide post retirement and shit. I don't <laughs> know if I see that happening because even if that is. Even if that is like ultimately gonna create fewer injuries, like nobody people aren't gonna watch gonna believe, it. Be, people aren't gonna believe that that's the case long enough to even give that a chance. Yeah. Oh, you know, a you, lot of you, 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 the yeah. sport will die, or they'll start paying these players more money and give them like when they sign their contracts, knowing that they're pretty much giving themselves a ten-year death sentence. Like, yeah, continuous concussions. I mean, are really really bad for you. <laughs> Obviously, you could t- look even- at me. One concussion. Yes. It's pretty bad. Well, it's funny because like five years ago, they were allowing players to com- to compete after receiving a concussion. <laughs> well, yeah, like the oh, typically the way I am obviously I am a doctor. So what I know as a doctor is that what I've heard is people like the con- first concussion is obviously bad, but then you can keep playing. Like you get two concussions and that's kind of pushing it, but once you get three concussions, like you got to just stop. Like that's that's what I've heard. Say that one more time, I'm sorry. I'm not actually a doctor. I was just joking. Well, no shit. But no, I, it was really interesting. Like it, it's what I've generally heard. One concussion, like that's not good, obviously. But yeah. you know, 
it's nothing to stop your career over. If you right. get like two concussions, then that's like starting you're getting in kind of like a danger zone. And if you get a third concussion, like you really just got to stop whatever you're doing. Well, the thing is, here's my thing. I understand that. And if you said you get a concussion, you're like the new rule is if you get a concussion or if there's signs of a concussion, you are immediately removed from the play and you're not allowed to come back in that game. Well, oh, that that's game. the new rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Before they were allowed to go back into play after receiving a concussion, <laughs> the same game. But it's like, I don't know. And the NFL, like, the what's his name? The Liddell, is that his name? The uh, commissioner? He's a big fucking idiot. And he, he literally denied the fact that concussions were happening because of this sport. Like, are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? <laughs> These guys yeah. are running at each other. 300-pound dudes are, are running at quarterbacks who are 150-pound dudes and just cremating them. Like, they're trying to hurt them. Yeah. yeah. So Anyways, moving forward. Um, but... To go back to Blake's question, that's I think that's a really good question actually, and I don't re- I don't know if I really what's what was Blake's question, sir? No, if if we think that uh, that boxing could implement rules to make boxing more fun to watch, I think boxing is a, a sport that is eventually going to fade away. Like in, in all honesty, I, I don't know. I I don't think it'll fade away, but I think it will remain kind of a niche thing because. Like <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, like video games. Like, no, like, uh, for me, it seems like, uh, like, like MMA is going to become more, it may art well, I think to some extent may be more popular than boxing. What? I think MMA is more popular than boxing. I'm not sure. Actually, no, globally, I think boxing is probably way more popular. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think I think MMA would be considered more like mainstream, but I think yeah. boxing probably just has a old. bigger audience. Right. It is, yeah. I mean, once once all these old people die. <laughs> but like, I feel like it's gonna the it's gonna be not so much boxing does things to make itself more exciting, but it's gonna pretty much stay the same. And more people are going to gravitate towards MMA because MMA is fucking exciting. It's fun to yes, watch. It is. And Especially those chicks, dude. Oh. <laughs> dude, the, no, the the the. Are you? Do you mean the fighters? Yeah, I was kidding, but yes, no, no they are. No, they're fucking good. No, no they're good at are, fighting. I, oh no, no, yeah, yeah. They like if I don't watch UFC fights all the time. Like I watch the pay per views maybe every like one out of every three months. Mm-hmm. They have them about every month. The women fighters, they typically put on the best fights of the night. Like, I didn't know that. On, like, I see that pretty frequently. Um, I used to be really big in MMA, like, five years ago. Really? Uh-huh. Seriously, I used to watch it, like, constantly. We, we, we would yeah. buy almost every single event and watch it and stuff. But like, I got that's, out on it. That's really fun to watch, and it's also kind of more of a uh, sort of, like, it makes more sense than boxing. Because it's like, okay, well, if you're fighting... Then just go out there and fucking fight, as opposed to like, you can only punch, you know, and that kind of stuff. Like, it's it's it, to me, it seems like more of a practical sport. I love boxing. I think boxing is awesome. I think it's cool and I think it's fun. But MMA, I think, is just kind of makes more sense in general and is also just more fun to watch. I think so too. And, so, and in all honesty, like, I don't know how much damage people receive from MMA, like over like the course of an MMA career, but with boxing, you are literally aiming for that from dude. What I've face. heard, yeah, there's like there's way more extensive testing mid match even in MMA stuff. I don't follow MMA much. I don't follow. Wait, wait, wait there's more damage or less damage than boxing? More, more attention testing. paid to potential damage. Hmm. So like in the middle of a match, if somebody gets their shit fucked, to put it bluntly, 
like people they'll pause the match, I guess, and like come and check on them and make sure everything is okay and that they can continue. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas and, and another have to wait till tap. Is that... Well, he's talking about MMA. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize they did that during MMA much. I, I know, like, well, do they really do that? I didn't know that actually. That's what I heard. I like I said, I don't follow it too much, okay. but I've heard a couple people. This came up during people talking about the Mayweather Pacquiao match. So. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, oh, it's much uh, – boxing is so dangerous. People get the crap beaten out of them, and they have all these concussions and stuff. And then someone else was uh, counterpointing that by talking about how MMA is a lot more regulated and a lot more safe. Hmm. So I, I think that's probably accurate. And <clears throat> another thing is boxing, first of all, it's 12 fucking rounds. Yeah, that thing is very long. Mm-hmm. It's 12 rounds, and you're getting punched in the head – over and, and over again. Over your your goal over. is to hit them in the dome too. It's not not just you're getting yeah. hit. The whole entire purpose. Whereas MMA, you you know you can have a ground game where you're choking the fuck out of somebody or punching the back of the head. Actually, you can't punch in yeah. the back of the head. It's a rule. You're no, yeah, you can't. Them. Yeah, you can't punch in the back of the head. And you're not only just aiming for the other person's head. And it's mm-hmm. not nearly as long. It's three rounds, or if it's a main event, it's five it's rounds. Five, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. not only just getting punched in the head the whole time. So like you know you could people get you know, bones broken and stuff, but that's not really that big of a deal as opposed to, like, fucking brain damage from years of getting punched in the head over and over again. I'm curious what we'll see with the, with MMA fighters. Just like, boxing fighters, it's similar to the MF, NFL. They're getting massive brain damage to the point where they're obtaining mental illnesses post-retirement. Uh, so MMA fighters, I mean, obviously it's been around for a while, but it's like you said, it's much more mainstream. So I think we'll see kind of what the extent of the damage is in the next like 15 or 20 years i, I think the mma might yeah, be it's early though, to really but, make a judgment right. on oh mma causes this much damage or it doesn't yeah. cause this much so yeah that's kind of how i feel about it to be honest yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm really curious to see what the what the end result will be on purpose personally i don't like watching boxing I think it's really fucking boring like the, literally the only thing i like watching a boxing is the highlights where the guy like gets knocked the fuck out like just one hit <laughs> you know, but yeah <laughs> Yeah, so like watching uh, old clips of uh, Dynamite Mike. Yes, Dynamite Mike and uh, Mike Tyson. Watching Mike Tyson that, just pound people inwards. That, or, that no, was... sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I, oh, I was thinking the wrong person. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, much. Mike Tyson is Dynamite Mike. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Anyways, That's let's talk about video games. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about video games. Something, something you something. might actually know something about. This is why we should hang out more. Like we, like we just had a great conversation that I couldn't have with most of my friends because they ended up just drooling on their keyboards mid-sentence and get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I told you guys I'd be back a minute ago. I had to go get a paper towel to clean some stuff up, so it's not entirely different. Oh, it's good shit. It's okay. I just ordered pizza. Oh, that was a good idea. Yeah, your mom's a good idea. I had a frozen dinner tonight. It was delicious. Like, oh, was it ice cream? <laughs> Robert. Damn! I I gotta write that one down. I'll, I'll give you credit for that, Rob. That was a good one. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how about news? You guys want to talk about news? Sure. Yeah, what the hell's been going on with news? Um, uh, there's not a whole lot, but a couple things. Couple things. Um. Okay, the first one, I just want to, this is not classic gaming related, but it was pretty hilarious to me. Uh, so we're gonna talk about it anyways. It's, it's gaming news, it's not classic gaming news. This is for, uh, Mortal Kombat X. The new, is that which the came one out, that came out? What? Is that the one that came yeah, out? Yeah, that's recently? the new one. It came out uh, about yeah. a month ago now. Okay. 
I didn't even think it was that long. I thought it was like I don't th- think ago. it's been about two or three weeks. I, yeah, it's been decent. Okay, time, so yeah. so the PC version of the game has just been complete trash. Uh, from what I've heard, it's, like it like it, okay, there's been some issues with that. Let me all right. The launch of it was not Nether Realm's problem. That wasn't their fault. What happened there is that they <coughs> released their game under like a new Steam downloading service, I guess, okay. and they were the first game, the first anything on Steam. <laughs> To be released with this download, uh, this download type, and what it does is it downloads part of the game and then it lets you play it. It's kind of like um, Wow does that actually. Yeah, it's like what Wow does and a lot of Blizzard titles through the Blizzard yeah, download, yeah. Um, where you download part of the game and then it says twenty percent. Hey, now it's played, and yeah. then you can play it, and then in the background it's downloading more stuff. That's what Mortal Kombat was doing as well, uh, but That's now they're cool. doing Steam. The thing oh. is, at launch, it didn't work. There was like. Just missing files. You couldn't do a uh, story mode or something at the PC release because it just didn't download. There was nothing you could do about it. It was ridiculous. That seems like I a heard... weird title to do with, too, to be honest. Yeah. It, well, I mean, yeah. it's it's a pretty big AAA title, really, so it's not too surprising. Well, that game, well, that game style. Like, I, I just can't see you doing a partial download of something like that because yeah, don't well, you need, like, all the features to play it or – it would depend on the features, because like there's a story mode, there's a couple different story mode esque sure. things, and then if you want to just jump in about the online, the online might be the first thing to download, so you could go and do that, or the story right. might finish before the online, so you could do all, all that instead. But, uh, but the short version is it didn't work, and then I think I know where you're going with this one, Robert. Yeah. Uh, download the update the other day that erased save data. Yes. Oh wow, that's a that's usually a yeah. big experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It this is this is the best this is okay, this was I read about this on Reddit. The title of this thread is The newest fifteen gigabyte Mortal Kombat X PC patch, which what the fuck already? That was supposed to fix the game just wiped all save data for all users. Like how do you fuck that up? Like like what? I literally don't know. That's like, that's what? pretty good. <laughs> that was the question that, that everybody in the thread was like, how do you not figure this out? And the conclusion was like, nobody knows how this happened. My question yeah, is, what did they say on social media? Like, like, what do you say a... to that? <laughs> Oops. I done, we done goofed. Like, that's all you say. Just one tweet. <laughs> yeah. Done goofed. And then you I, let it go. They posted uh, an update on, uh, on the Steam community page for the game. Uh, the developers did. Or the publisher. And they said... Um, they basically said, we realize this happened, and we're very sorry. Uh, we're, we're really sorry. If you're one of the people who that happened to, which was basically anybody who owned the game at that point, it seems like, then uh, uh, come visit this link, and we'll get in touch with you and let you know like what we're going to do to make it up to you. or whatever. That's kind of good, like, I guess. It's like, basically, yeah, like, sorry, there's you're not going to get that back. We'll try to make amends the best we can. I'm I was cookie enough way that I paused that update halfway through, so I haven't booted the game up since then, actually. I'm really, really? hoping that I didn't lose my save data, because the update didn't finish. Maybe I'm safe. Who knows? You should, uh, like, completely uninstall the game and everything before you try going back into it. Oh, well, really if I uninstall a game, like, I'd have to go and You find can save your save, save data. Oh, no, yeah. It, 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 it usually yeah. tells you when you uninstall things. Like well, it, some them. games do. Not all, though. That's true. I'd imagine something like that they would. I'd hope. <laughs> Just download the patch. It'll fix it for you. <laughs> so, anyway, that happened. Now we'll talk about classic games for real. Cool. Um, talk about chicks. So this one was kind of weird. 
Did you guys hear uh, Nintendo is looking to get into the theme park business? No, but that's yeah. actually really cool. I did. You hadn't heard about that? No. Yeah, they're um, they're teaming up with somebody, aren't they? Uh, Universal. Universal. Okay, so right, somebody yeah. who's been successful with it. That's good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. So you guys, you guys like this idea? I do. I mean, it's cool. I, it's cool. Think? It's not something that I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be the best thing ever. It's gonna be a theme park with a Nintendo skin on it, which is cool, but it's it doesn't engender me towards it any more than any other theme park. If I'm they more have interested like in what rides it's gonna have and stuff. If they did some cool ass shit, like have arcades and like more like nerdy gaming. See, oh, that would be pretty. Sweet. Sweet. They need to yeah, do that'd some... be a lot better. Yeah. I would love that. I mean, I would, I would actually go to that. Like an actual theme park that's just mapped with Nintendo on it. Not really. I mean, I could go to any theme park. I don't really care if the theme, as long as the rides are good. It's kind of all the same. Yeah. Which I think what you're saying. Uh, so. Yeah. I don't if, like. If, they ahead. have to do something where they make it uniquely Nintendo. They not yeah, exactly. just like it's Nintendo because we've got a Mario mascot going around instead yeah. of Mickey <laughs> Mouse. Oh, like, Peach mascot, gonna... dude. That shit's gonna go missing. <laughs> <laughs> Peach, this uh, two weeks. Um, Check my they, so they've got to do more than that. They've got to have like some arcades. They've got to have Wii U lounges. They've got to have like 3DS lounges, stuff like that. You should work for Nintendo. I should. I'm a genius. Get me all riled up. You can definitely <laughs> run it better than they are. Yeah. They've they've hit a couple footfalls. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a lot better than they were one or two years ago, though. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think this, like, I think this is a pretty cool idea, but like, it seems really weird to me because, like, right now, I feel like they really need to be focused on just getting their brand back in place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they're taking this huge detour, which if they're gonna make this good, this is gonna be a pretty damn big expense. I feel nah, like this is really, really bad. I feel like this is a cool idea, but it's like terrible timing. It actually is because if this done goofs, this could actually like destroy their business. This could sense. be the Final Fantasy spirits within of Nintendo. <laughs> can we can we not talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I try not to. There's a couple things I try not to imagine happening. One was the game that I watched earlier, and two is the spirits within. Let's just yeah, let's not talk about that. Uh, what's the best ride that there could be at a Nintendo theme park? Peach ride. Blake? I'm going to go with Blake. Peach ride. <laughs> Peach ride, yeah. I'd, I want to get in line of gas. I want to ride that one, Daddy. <laughs> um, I bet whatever Bowser ride is there is going to be pretty cool. Oh, wait a minute. Imagine F-Zero if there were shooting ride. rides. Like F-Zero the one- Oh, ride. shit. That's, yep, that would actually be sick. That was Dude, it. imagine <laughs> if they did stuff like uh, Super, Mario, Super Mario Sunshine. You know, the rides that are... Like, yeah, you know, yeah. You ride, like, that you would be sick. The water rockets. Yeah. That could be kind of cool, yeah. Okay, Blake, you oh. need to work for Nintendo. I'm gonna put put a good word in for you. <laughs> you need to make this a thing. <laughs> Jay's got connections. Yeah, definitely not, but still. Okay. Uh, sure. our good friends at GOG. A cool thing. A couple cool things have happened over there. Uh-huh. Uh, one, they just released for the first time in digital distribution three classic Star Trek games. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Star Trek, I'm pulling something up. Star Trek, uh, Judgment Rights. Star Trek 25th Anniversary, which is like, uh, it's a point and click 
game. I, don't, I, I think like, I don't know why it's called, it's just called Star Trek 20th, 25th anniversary. Uh, which is kind of weird. And then, so there's that and Star Trek Judgment Rights and what was the other one? Star Trek, uh, Starfleet Academy. That game's supposed to be really good, isn't it? My, uh, uh, it's supposed to be like a choose your own adventure type thing. Is what I've read. And, okay. I, and, and it is supposed to be pretty good from, for, again, just from what I've heard, read and heard. Okay. Um, I was trying to go back and find out what that Star Trek game was that I was, that I brought up a while back on the podcast and someone told me what it was. There was a Star Trek point and click game at one point that was a hundred dollars to buy in the store. Like early nineties, around the time, like really around the heyday of point and click games. And I never bought it or played it or anything. I'm trying to figure out which one. Oh, that was Judgment Rights. So, okay, cool. Actually, now I'm really interested in this. So, Star Trek Judgment Rights is, uh, is Judgment Rights and the 25th anniversary ones, those were point and click games. The other one was like a choose your own adventure type thing, from what I understand. Um, Judgment Rights is the one that was like $100 when it came out. And now I really want to <laughs> Uh, it's six dollars um, now, so it's much more affordable. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, actually, speaking of GOG, there was uh, there's been a little problem with some CD keys that happened recently. Um, GOG was formed as I hope a lot of you know by CD Projekt Red, which is of course the company behind uh, Witcher, Witcher Two, Witcher Three, and um, recently Green Man Gaming was offering Witcher Three for like forty bucks. And it's supposed yeah, yeah. to be a $60 release. So CD Projekt Red came out and said, Green Man Gaming didn't get those keys from us. Those aren't our keys. So the implication there was that Green Man Gaming was selling uh, illegal keys at a lower price. Green Man Gaming came forward and said that, hey, whoa, 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 we are actually really good guys. We bought these keys en masse in bulk from a different supplier that got them from you guys. And it's it's all still very, very shady. Um, yeah, I haven't that heard sounds really shady. On yeah. What the shit? Yeah. Yeah, I Which read Green about Man that. Gaming is supposed to be pretty reputable a lot of the time. Yeah, so that's, this that's... would be... Uh, this would kind of come out of the blue if they were doing something as shady as a lot of other companies that uh, do resell keys and don't care where they come from. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a weird situation. I read about that also. And yeah, that was the same thing I thought. I was like, well, I thought I had I've never bought anything from Green Man Gaming, but I was like, I thought these guys were supposed to be pretty much legit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really weird. Nobody really has figured it out. As far as yeah, I and I mean, I'm not saying that it's 100% these guys are scum, but there's this, uh, there's a definite implication there. There's a definite possibility, which is really crappy. I don't like hearing about uh, GMG. I kind of like those guys. Um, yeah. For me personally, I'm just gonna spend the extra 20 bucks or however much and buy Witcher 3 through GOG instead. Support the man. And it, if if the um the keys they were selling were GOG keys for it, correct? Um, they were supposed to be official keys that uh, Green Man Gaming had gotten for, through another supplier that had gotten them through CD Projekt Red slash Which GOG. is GOG. Okay. Yeah. But do the keys allow you that they were selling, they allow you to download it through GOG or is it just like a um, 
I'm not actually sure. I didn't hear on that. Okay. Is, is, is Green Man Gaming so. like a res, or like an outside resale, like G2A and stuff like that, or do they have their own platform? It's similar, yeah. It's okay. uh, it's like the same business uh, structure, okay. but a different, um, like a, a generally more reputable company. Okay. Kind of like, kind of, sort of like like the humble store kind of right where like you buy from them, but what you're buying is like a Steam key or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, okay. Well, the other GOG thing was they've released they're they're in the beta for GOG Galaxy now, which is the uh, the client the Steam like client that kind of manages your games. You can download the games from it, uh, basically like GOG's version of Steam. And they don't force um, you to use it. No, they're not. No, it's com- yeah. they, it's it's going to be uh, completely optional whether you use it or not. And I've actually been using it, and it actually works surprisingly smoothly for a beta. Like, I actually haven't really encountered any problems with it yet. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, again, just like what you think of with Steam, it kind of shows you all your collection in front of you. If you want to download something, you download it right there. Uh, one of the pluses is going to be a lot easier to update games from this, whereas that was a little bit, uh, not difficult, but just a little bit more... Uh, took a few more steps to do with GOG than it does with like Steam and stuff like that. Um, I was really happy with this, so I'm 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 really happy that Galaxy is finally coming out because I like to just be able to pull up a client and see like what all games I have and just like download it right there if I want to, rather than like going to GOG's website, pulling up my account, looking at my thing, then clicking on the game to download, then manually installing it and like that. It's it's much more convenient just to do it Steam style. So, uh, so that's pretty cool. So check out the, uh, it's in, I, it's in open beta, so you can get in the beta right now. I actually was in the alpha. Um, oh, okay, and cool it was, guy. And it was working, Ooh. well, it you was working You didn't hook us up? Than us. I didn't hook you up. I had to do a little bit. Oh my god, Robert. <laughs> so but anyway, I haven't had any problems with it. It seems to work really smooth, and, uh, I, I, I think it's awesome. But I'm also a GOG fanboy, so take that for what it's worth. And the last piece of news I have isn't really a piece of news. Well, actually, I'm sorry. There's two more things. This one is, uh, so, so <laughs> some guy, this is just something funny that somebody discovered. Some guy in the Metal Gear Solid subreddit. Oh, God. Found. <laughs> he, he found <laughs> I'm sorry. He uh, found a, ma- a game manual for Snake's Revenge, which was NES, right? Yes, uh, it was the sequel to Metal Gear on the NES, I believe. Yeah, and it was like, it's like an out-of-canon sequel. Like, I don't think Hideo Kojima had anything to do it's with it. It's pretty much ignored nowadays, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not canon, but it was the first sequel to the original Metal Gear game. <laughs> and so, inside the, uh, I'll send this to you guys. Uh, inside the, the manual, it's got, like, a page that has, like, bios and stuff of the characters, and it's got one of Solid Snake. First of all, it looks nothing whatsoever like Solid Snake. It's like this guy, like this clean-shaven dude with black, curly, long hair. And like a fucking goofy-looking hat. And it says... It says... Solid Snake. A black belt in 32 forms of oriental combat. And skilled in every weapon known to man. Your foxhound's most most lethal fighting... (laughs) Most... Does most it actually lethal. have the lisp in the book? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your foxhound's most lethal fighting machine. You're a combination 
Rambo, James Bond, John Wayne, and Lawrence of Arabia. You're also the leader. Oh my God. You're also the leader of this perilous mission, and if you bite the dust, so does the free world. Oh my God! And this is the game you like? <laughs> like I have never played Snake's Revenge. The picture okay. you have linked up here. This is just astounding. What is? What is this look? <laughs> what What am I look? This is like '80s glam rock. Yeah, that's the yeah, only that's thing a, I can think of when I see that. That's exactly what I was about to say just now. Like, <laughs> kind of looks like Mario without a mustache. If you, I like, was thinking Mario too because yeah, yeah, the hat, hat. like a W. Yeah, the hat too. Yes, like, what the it. hell is the W doing there? Yeah, what the way? Yeah, what is the W even stand for? <sighs> so, so there's that. That was pretty good. Uh, you can, yeah, this 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 image that we're looking at for those of you listening, it's at if you go to imgur.com slash xd two w. Oh my! Are you serious right now? It's it's six letters. Just tweet it. To see the Just picture. tweet it. What's going on here? Just tweet XD2, it. They check our Twitter. But not XD, everybody checks their Twitter. XD two w u c m. He didn't even use the phonetic alphabet. Like this guy is just cancer. You're cancer, Robert. What do you use? <laughs> phonetic alphabet. Okay. One more thing. <laughs> oh, I thought we were done with news. What happened? We, there, I thought so, but I forgot the other thing. Uh, the world video, the world video game hall of fame, um, is has announced the first round or the first year of uh, finalists to be entered into the hall of fame. Now these are just five uh, finalists. That they're not all going to be inducted. The, uh, it says the inductees will be announced during a ceremony at the Strong Museum. I think this is in, uh, Rochester, New York, on June 4th. So, the finalists that they've come down to for the first round of inductees into the Video Game Hall of Fame are Angry Birds, Doom, FIFA, uh, from 1993, The Legend of Zelda, Minecraft, The Oregon Trail, Pac-Man, Pokemon, Pong, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. We'll talk a little bit more about this in depth later. Our top three today is going to be uh, top three, which of which three of these games we would uh, want to see inducted. And Go ahead, what? I feel like if you're gonna bring it up now, we should just transition into it if we're gonna do it. Well, I, I, all I'm, all I'm, all, I just want to say, like, let's not talk about too much. Let's not talk about it too much. But what do you guys think about this in general? It's a pretty right. solid list. There are a few on there that I'm like, eh, yeah, I feel like they just kind of really did go. to make certain people happy, and then other ones, I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think definitely hey, think there's a couple on there that are just like. You want to give any specifics, or you want Minecraft? Just, like, Minecraft is a fucking turd basket of a game. I can't. Dude, believe but, but okay, but you can't say that that game has not been an absolute phenomenon. It has, but so was Final it's, Fantasy VII. We're gonna go into this. Like, why, why are we talking about this? You want to talk about this now? Or you want to talk? Yeah, about I was gonna wait for this for later. Yeah, I think that's yeah. better. I'm just saying, I I'm not a big I'm not a Minecraft fan either, but I think it 100. I think there are games that should be on there that aren't on there. Oh yeah, but I mean. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So that's what that's but, what, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think there are games that deserve it way more than Minecraft. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, and a few yeah, of them are 100%. even on the list. Absolutely. 
I agree as well. I also still think that Minecraft does deserve to be on this list, despite. My I don't know. I think it's. I think it's one of the games that it's still too early to be th- putting it on a list like this. We haven't seen uh, the long-lasting impact that a game and like that is going to have. Niche, like a short-term thing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just, it could but just like, be a five, six-year thing or something. This Whereas was like the first. A lot of the other ones are not like that. But this was like the first enormous indie game, and like. Like, there was a period where uh, Notch was making, like, something like $100,000 a day off of this fucking game. Yep. But because of money, or because a game makes a lot of money, does not make it a good game. It makes it a very popular game. That, but that's <laughs> yeah, not, that's but, like saying that Call of Duty deserves to be on there, but it, I... Well, but this actually, is not... But this list is not a list of the best it, it, games. This is a list of... Uh, this is the Hall of Fame. It's not the best games. It's games that, like, have done something but uh, you're like citing sales for the reason why it deserves to be in there and i don't yeah eh. that's that is that's that is my reason solely then there should be a lot of other titles on there that aren't that that aren't yeah that's the problem there are a lot of titles that sell a lot more than that it's a double-edged sword sold a lot more yeah but but not throughout history but not in the way that this game was produced and everything Eh, i think you just like it because it's super indie and it made a lot of money i think that's i think that's where you're stuck on it i mean yeah that's there you go. Yeah, which is. Yeah, go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Got I will. Anyways, why are we talking about this? Put, Let's move on. I'm, you asked I'm for putting, There you go. I'm putting it on I think my it's list. Bullshit now. that it's on there. There you go. Okay. Shittiest community ever. All right, we'll get back to that later and talk about our top threes, which uh, which games we think should uh, make it from that list. And which which parts um, shouldn't be on the list? Huh? What? What did you say? I said, which parts of Minecraft should not be on there? <laughs> it's like that thing when people say, it's like, what's your favorite Kevin Bacon, mo- Kevin Bacon movie and why is it Tremors? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you want to talk about the games you've been playing? Uh, uh, nah. Sucks. You don't want to? I think this has gone on Mine long enough. Sucks. Mine sucks, Dick. Can I just go, go first? I'm Mine's really going to be fun. short, which is probably good. Okay, go ahead. Since right. we're Mine transition. is too, so... Um, I haven't finished mine yet. I've been really, really busy, uh, working on stuff for my stream. I've got, I had a tournament tryout today for Binding of Isaac. I've got, uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer race that I have to do. So I've been practicing that a lot. But I found about an hour out to, uh, go back. I've badmouthed it a lot, and it's something I've wanted to go back and play a little bit of sometime. Um, I've played a little bit of Sonic the Hedgehog. The second one? Oh, nice! The very first one. Because I wanted to start at the beginning, and maybe, uh, maybe go forward and maybe play two and three after that. The first thing that I noticed when I played Sonic, I mean, (laughs) I didn't even, I don't remember that much about the first game apparently because I tried to spin dash and about 10 minutes of my time that I got to spend playing the game was spent with me Googling spin dash and finding out that that wasn't introduced (laughs) until the second (laughs) game. I was Wait, like, no way, I've got to be doing something wrong. It's got to be a different command in the first game, right? They don't have that on the first one? I know, that's not exactly what I was game. thinking. That's hilarious. I couldn't believe it. I booted it up and I was like, down A. Da- yeah. da- down A. Down A. Why am I jumping? What is this? Down B. Down C. Everything is making me jump. Whoa. So I Googled it. Turns out that the spin dash doesn't get introduced until the second game. <laughs> so that was a bit of a shock. Um, in general, I like... For me, what sticks out so much about the game is that when it first came out, the advertising campaign for it, um, it was about going fast and how fast (laughs) you could go. 
I don't yeah. remember this. So it's all about speeding through these levels, and Sonic, he can really move, and he's How do you got not an attitude. That? No, what? And that the thing is... They advertise they actually, they That was, like, the thing about Sonic, is that he's really fast. And the That's game the is fast. That's the whole point of Sonic. Oh, no, okay. I, I got that much. I think it meant, like, the original advertising when they were trying to, like, promote the game. I was like, I don't remember the specific no, not literally yeah, I, word for word what I just said. But that was the idea behind the campaign for it, is, like... Look at how fast he goes. Thing is, you play the game, and, like, I I tried it just to see if it would prove me right. And, like, the first time I tried it in 1-1, I ended up jumping into a fish off screen. <laughs> yeah. I jumped from the screen that I was on, and by the time I landed, I landed in such a way that I was right next to a fish. And it hit me, and I lost my rings, and I was like, yeah, it's a bad idea to go fast. And for me, that was, like, the biggest problem I always had with the game is that there was this whole idea that the Sonic is designed around going fast and all this, yada, yada, yada. But then you play it, and it doesn't come across like that at all in the actual gameplay until you learn the levels like some people out there will insist is okay. But I don't – for the game to be designed and have it put out there as you can go fast – to have if you, you memorize the level. Yeah, if you memorize the level. That's a lot <laughs> different from you can go fast. And that always bothered me about the game so much. Uh, the platforming so far has been really... It's not too bad, but it's like it's... You're, you have such a limited screen, which is which kind of goes back to me jumping into... Or jumping next to a fish that was off screen. Um, you can't really rush forward too much too fast... Again, without knowing the levels, because you're going to end up running into some spikes. You're going to walk off a ledge, or you're going to miss a little secret path that you have half a second to react to to jump up to. Stuff like that. And overall, it's it's not terrible. And I think that the lack of spin dash is throwing me off a lot more than I think. Hmm. Um, the music is good. The music is yeah, it is some of I the best. That much. Period. Uh, uh, yeah. Everybody always talked about, like, one of the big things, again, at the time was the Genesis sound chip is so good, and yada, yada, yada. How many games actually made good use of it? I can think of two, and one of them is the Sonic series. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else, like, that I played. I can't really really think of any music period on the Genesis. Um, The other one for me, I guess Shining Force 2 did an okay job with it. I don't remember Shining Force 2's music standing out too much, but I remember it being fun, good. Uh, Fantasy Star 4 for me is the other one where the Genesis sound chip was actually used to an excellent level. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember you saying that. Aside from those, though, it's like Sonic. Only Sega. Yeah, Sonic's the Sonic only really out in my mind. There's a couple games. Like, uh, I've watched people play through Splatterhouse on the Genesis, and it just sounds so gross. Like, it really? hurts to listen to a lot. Not, like, gross, like, it's Splatterhouse, so it's supposed to sound gross, like, squishing. And right. All that. It's just, right. like, the sound, it just doesn't sound good. It sounds, like, hollow and just wrong and somewhere between 8-bit and 16-bit, not actually 16-bit, you know? Uh Overall, like, I'm actually looking forward to playing through the rest of Sonic 1 and maybe trying to do Sonic 2 later on. But uh, I got Sonic to the second 3. level, and I'd been getting so used to the way the design of the game, like not trying to rush forward too much, not jumping over so many things that I ended up dying of. And I game over it on uh, 2-1. <laughs> I was like, oh. I love I the boss like battles in that game. 
This is the guy. See, actually, I was going to talk about the boss battles. The only one I've gotten to yet is on the very first world, very first act, Emerald Hills, and it's it's just it's so goofy. Doctor Robotnik is supposed to be this evil, crazy genius who makes all these awesome machines, and his idea of a diabolical device to take out Sonic the Hedgehog uh, involves him slowly floating down from the ceiling. During which time you can hit him like three or four times. And then he finally gets down into position and he drops a, he slowly, a wrecking ball descends from his egg craft and he floats from one side of the stage to the other, swinging the wrecking ball so slow that, uh, it, it actually hurts. It's hey, just back in real... the day that was hard, right? <laughs> Calm down with the shit talk. Not everybody's as good at video games as you are, Blake. Champion of it's the... really, really, really goofy. There, like I just feel no threat from him. Not, not to mention the the ease of the fight itself. But like, all he's doing is floating back and forth, swinging a very non-threatening wrecking ball. <laughs> Get hit by it and then talk. I I did, and then I grabbed my rings again. <laughs> nice rebuttal. The end. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so I'm not hating it. The game's okay. Uh, I, I, and I'm really, looking I haven't played it in a long time, but I really enjoyed it when I was a kid. See, I didn't enjoy it when I was younger either. And I, there, I've there have been a few games that I've gone back and tried to replay, like Final Fantasy X. Yeah. I liked parts of it, but I couldn't remember which things I liked and didn't like. So when I went back to play it recently. Um, you're, 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 it was actually really cool. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this part, and I remember hating this. And I actually really remember liking this. So I'm hoping to find a lot of the same with Sonic. Um, that might not happen until, like, Sonic 2, though. Sonic 2 is really good. I love the last boss in that one. I remember Sonic 2 being uh, a pretty solid game. I remember it being very hard. I remember the first one not being super oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Sonic games I remember because they get like frustratingly hard. Mm-hmm. That's the one of the things level. that sticks out most to me. Yeah, my favorite I level. Lava Falls. I don't remember any specifics really about the Sonic games, but I do remember that I liked them when I was younger. Yeah. I, I think I think well myself specifically, I've been playing a lot of games that I used to enjoy as a kid, and I've been realizing how shitty of taste I had when I was a kid, and. <laughs> More and more, like the more games that I go back and play, I'm like, wow, I was a fucking idiot when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> like I, thought, I haven't had that happen with too many games. Today was one of them for sure. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess Jay, you're up next. No, Robert, do you have any questions for Blake before we move on? Come on. <laughs> I know Robert's got something ridiculous to ask. Uh, what, what were the fish like in uh, Level Two Dash uh, Four? Uh, were the graphics okay? Were their teeth aligned? Do they look fierce? <laughs> sure, Robert. It's- is the game overall very challenging so far? Are you finding it very tough at all? Um, besides, like, only besides you want to go fast. <laughs> to adapt to the yeah. gameplay itself. I game over it on the second act, so that should say something. Well, that's also because you were trying to go way too fast. For Yeah, exactly. So once I get used to, like, not rushing ahead, not jumping forward too much, not uh, learning how to play the game, quote, the right way that you're supposed to play it, I think it'll sure. get a lot easier. Okay. okay. Is this where your Blake the Hedgehog thing... <laughs> this is from? where I got the motivation for Blake the Hedgehog. Oh my <laughs> god. Nice, nice, nice transition, Robert. I, I, if I was next to you, I would fucking high-five you so hard right now. 
I have a bone. Yeah, I think everything. this is part of the reason I've waited so long to do Sonic. I was hoping this was <laughs> blown over by now, but no, but no. Oh God, Robert, that was beautiful. I'm so proud of you right now. Thanks, appreciate it. I think the last uh, okay. time I was proud was when you wrote that book. I think that was probably two months ago. I'll go next. Plus, I just want to shit thing of a game. Okay. Uh, so I played uh, Sarge's Heroes for N64, which if either of you guys don't know, it's a army guy game. Do you guys do you guys remember this game or these series rather? They had like uh, fifteen or games. The games were like you're playing as army toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played this a lot when I was a kid. Remember them, but oh, I, I never, never played them. So yeah. basically, Robert, it's a third-person shooter. Uh, you're an army guy, and when you take damage, you lose like pieces of plastic off your body. And there's like a single player. And the, multi- the multiplayer is actually my was my favorite part about it. Uh, back when I was a kid, the story's story mode's okay. Uh, the multiplayer is really fun. It, it's a third-person shooter. You get different kinds of weapons, grenades. You can drop landmines, and the other person can uh, can use one of the what is what's the thing called the metal detector? So you can like uh, search for mines. So you can like try and get capture the flag or if you just want to kill your opponent but what's really cool is like you know how like each army guy um from like the set has that certain pose you yeah, know what i'm yeah. talking about when you're yeah. using the weapon of that uh of that pose you pose like that so if you're using like the oh, land, cool. uh, metal detector you kind of like line up with the just like they do in the the plastic parts but uh so the, the game's an absolute shit stain um the the music's all right the graphics are you know god awful it's n64 and it's you know army guys so the graphics aren't meant to be super good but there are so many bugs and glitches and issues it's just like oh, really? ridiculous yeah so you, you when you're fighting you can crouch down you can scope with certain weapons and stuff like that but if you're on an object like, let's say there's like a block because you're an army guy so like you know toy blocks are pretty massive compared to you because you're about the size of an actual army guy right so I was on top of this block, and I crouched down to use my sniper rifle on this guy, and uh, I fell through the world. And I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> so then I, I uh, loaded my game, and I went back to the same block, and I ran next to it, fell right through the world. Same thing. And I, I, didn't, even, I didn't crouch on top of it or do anything funky. It just, just happened. Happened to me, like, 15 or 20 other times. Like, just random locations I'd be picking up <laughs> items, just fall through the world. Or I'd crouch down and get stuck underneath the world, and I couldn't get out. Holy <clears> shit. <throat> Yeah, happens so many times. Here's the other thing. <clears throat> water is a one-shot. So if you touch water in the game, you instantly die, no matter what. Uh, there's a bathtub level where you walk around the ring of a bathtub. Not even joking. It's like one of the levels. And the water is bigger. It, it, it's further on the edge than it shows. So, like, if it if it shows it's, like, you know, so far into the, like, you know, the edge of the tub, obviously, then you're like, okay, I can touch the edge of the tub and I'll be fine, right? Wrong. You uh, You get anywhere near it, you just die. And your character drowns. <laughs> it's funny because my character drowned in a physical object because I was like somehow in the water. So minus that, those are like the, the big bugs. It's not that big of a deal, you know, getting an absolute game over when you're like halfway through a level and it took you like 20 minutes to get there. You know, it's yeah. not frustrating at all and you don't want to like throw your controller through the window or anything like that. But um, the levels are kind of fun. They're kind of the same thing. Usually it's like, you know, get to this point, kill this dude, don't die to this. It's, it's you know, just what they could do with it. Uh, but I did some of the multiplayer as well. Multiplayer was still as fun as I remember it. They have a couple different modes. Obviously, the same bugs that happen during the single player happen during multiplayer. So you can like get in a bug spot, and then the other person can just take advantage of the fact that you can't do anything and just win the mode or win the game, which is you know kind of fucking stupid. But uh-huh. yeah. Um, but overall, the whole the game was a pretty big shit stain. I would not recommend playing it. I don't think I ever will <laughs> <laughs> ever again. Uh, <laughs> sounds kind of terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I, I mean, like I said, I was a big dumbass when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, you know, 
you know, for the time, I mean, it was it was kind of fun multiplayer. It was N64, and it, it was a very early title, if I'm not mistaken, for the system. So. Oh yeah. Yep. It's pretty uh, pretty fucking terrible. Well, that doesn't sound like there's much more to say about it. Nope. Well, uh, is it is the game very long? Do you know? I mean, obviously. Uh, I did not get that far. I got I I got glitched a couple times and I gave up. I got like uh, six levels. Actually, I got decently far. I got like six levels in, which I don't know if that's actually far at all. Um, probably took me like three or four hours of gameplay at least, uh, just to get to that point. And then, and that, that's, that's like direct, like if I played from start to finish, it was about four hours into it. Um, but I don't know how far I was. I got bugged out a couple times and I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this again. Like I'm not doing this whole level over again. Yeah. That sounds like it would suck. Yeah, it was. Okay then. Sorry. Your game was a complete failure. Thanks Robert. I, I, I believe you when you say that. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I well put. Was, so I'm in the middle of a game. Um, I think I'm like 80% through with it right now, actually. So I wanted to wait until I finished that one to talk about it. So the other night, or or a couple, I did this twice. I just got on the uh, the Internet Arcade um, at at archive.org, where they've got a lot of old uh, arcade games just there to, just to, that you can play in the browser. And I played some stuff on there. So I was super disappointed because they don't have Burger Time anymore. Oh, that's the game you were telling, talking to us about, yeah? That you were obsessed about the other yeah. one. Yeah. Burger Time was on there, but somehow, for some reason, it's not there anymore. It's not really clear. It looks sort of like they may have gotten some sort of cease and desist for it, but I really don't really? know. It's, there's, the message was really vague. It's basically like, oh, this isn't available anymore. And that's, that's all it says. So that's the only reason I can come up with, but who knows. Um... So, but I did play another uh, game based on a not particularly healthy thing that you ingest. Alcohol. Um, not alcohol, but Penis. you're getting closer, Blake. Do you want to you want to take a guess? Um, so it's, uh, it's classic arcade. Uh, you're getting closer. Root beer tapper. Oh, root beer. Okay, yeah. I I as soon as I said soda, I was like, I almost remember what I'm actually saying here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost remember what I'm saying here. You knew it was something like that. Uh, so yeah, so that was so I played a few games. Root beer, root beer Tapper was one of them, and it was pretty fun. You uh, there are like, it's like imagine like a bar, okay. like that you would get drinks at, but instead of like the bartender being behind the bar and you being on the other side, it's like you're on one end and the bartender is on the other end. And that's how the game is set up, and there's four bars in a row. So there's people walking down the bars, and as they get closer and closer to you, you have there at the end there's like a keg that you get root beer out of. And so you gotta like go down to where somebody's coming up from and they slowly get closer and closer to you and serve them root beer before they get to you. And when you serve it, he like slides it down to them. And then, you know, since there's four bars, people keep coming faster and faster, and you just gotta make sure that you serve root beer to everybody. And sometimes they'll leave a tip and you gotta run down to the end of the bar and grab the tip real fast. Yep, so, yep. uh, yeah, just the tip. And, uh, so that game was pretty fun. You know, it's, it's just... Is that a remake of an old game, or...? It is an old game. Oh, okay. Oh, I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's you know, purely just a points-based, like, see how long you can do this and see how many points you can get type game. And it was pretty fun. Um, I tried playing Qbert, but the controls... Trying to play that with controls on a keyboard was really awkward because it's not... Always clear because the the directions Cuber goes are all diagonal directions, 
so it's hard to remember which button makes him go which way. So I I only played that for like a minute. I was like, this is I'm not this isn't fun on the keyboard. <laughs> uh, I played a game called Hunchback Olympics. That sounds offensive. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does actually. And as far as I can tell, it's just an Olympics game where you're like there you only control you only see one guy and it's the guy you control and he doesn't particularly look like a hunchback, so I don't know why it's called that. But like it was it was all right. It's basically like mash the buttons as fast as you can type game. It it wasn't really good, I guess. Um one pretty good game I, I played was called Goalie Ghost, and you're like a soccer goalie. It's it's basically imagine uh, air hockey, except it's with like two guys playing soccer with soccer goals. So like okay. your your point of view is behind your character, and you can kind of like see through him, so you can see the other guy, uh, the the AI controlled goalie on the other end, and you basically uh, kick the ball back and forth until one of you guys misses it and it goes into your net, and the other guy scores. That game was actually pretty fun, except it was kind of hard to judge distance a lot of the time. So sometimes it got kind of weird and difficult to play because of that. But it was it was overall pretty fun. Then I played Violence Fight. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I, I'd like to point out that, like, I love that Jay and I both played, like, an hour of our games. And you're here and you're like, I played 50 different games, guys. <laughs> I just keep playing like, and the last game I played. But no, it just keeps going. <laughs> I played 50 games for 30 seconds each. Uh, <laughs> violence, <laughs> violence, so violence fight, um, is not super old like all these other games, like, 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 uh, Root Beer Tapper and stuff. I'm, tr- I'm actually looking, trying to look it up right now to see, but the, the, the graphics look somewhat comparable to like, uh, like, a, like a little bit worse than Street Fighter 2, for instance. This is just a fighting game. It's oh okay. This actually this came out in '89, so it's older than I thought. It it looks actually I guess pretty good for a 1989 game. And it's like I said, it's just a uh, just a straight uh, fighting game. You versus the AI. You each controlling one guy. And um, the game isn't that good because it's basically like the you have three attacks. It's very simple. You have like two two regular attacks and then a jumping attack. And it's all just a matter of who gets inside whose hitbox first and attacks the other person that way. So, like, it's really, really button mashy. There's only four characters you can choose from. But the awesome thing about Violence Fight is how terrible the <laughs> translations are. Because I just, I just, clearly... The phrasing of that sentence, I don't know why, that got me so much. <laughs> the name of the game is so bad. The best yeah. thing about Violence Fight... <laughs> Such a so, stupid name. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. So the the, the translation is terrible. Uh, when you start the game, there's like a a screen of like the backstory of Violence Fight, like <laughs> describing like what Violence Fight is. <laughs> <laughs> like these sentences are nuts. <laughs> and and how the <laughs> and how the Violence Fight tournament like got started, <laughs> and it says. It says, so the, basically it's a long story about like, oh, like people basically want to prove how tough they are. It says that it was, that violence fight is in vogue against mafia, or in vogue among mafia, reckless drivers, and general businessmen. What? What? 
What? What, <laughs> what the hell kind of games do you play? Yeah, I think I'm partially offended by what you just said. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> have stroke over here. So, it also goes through screens every once and then, every now and then. Like if you don't like, you know, put a coin in and start playing, it goes through screens, and it shows like a guy, and it'll show like, like tell you what his moves are, and like tell you like what like his stats basically. One of the guys it says he has a reputation for plenty of technique and its sharpness. Oh yeah, that violence speak. Another guy it said. On another guy it said he has a strong jumping force. <laughs> then what? you what a fighting the, technique that is. Yeah, the jumping force. Uh-huh. One of the guys. One of the characters' names is Lick Joe. <laughs> I'd rather uh, not. <laughs> when when you. Uh, so when you hit each other, it shows like kind of like comic book style, like words in the background, like boom and like stuff like that. One of the word, the word, the the word that I saw most frequently to describe the sound of me attacking somebody was "gogon." What? I wh- why? <laughs> That's a good question. And finally, whenever you win a match, it says <laughs> like on the on the screen where it would normally say like "you win," it says. Score a point over. <laughs> oh my god. This is clearly the best game that you played on this little pack. It, <laughs> it was it was clearly the best one. There was one more that I actually really enjoyed and I can and it was actually a good game. Probably the actually the probably the best game that I played was a game that I had ner- never heard of called Chicken Shift. And that doesn't seem like a play on anything. No, it doesn't at all. That's that's what drew me to it. And I was like, alright, I gotta see what Chicken Shift is all about. So it's like actually a really cool kind of like puzzle game. Um, the way it works is <clears throat> like so the first level, there are pipes. There are like four pipes going down and they drop eggs into the pipes at the top and at the bottom they go to a basket. But in the middle the pipes are broken but there's like one pipe that you could rotate back and forth to where it'll connect two pipes, and like for when an egg gets there, you got to make sure that this one pipe is facing the same way so it doesn't just fall out and, and smash. You got to actually like push a button to, to turn the pipe to connect it back to the other side so the eggs make it safely through. But you're doing this on two sides at once because there's four pipes, and like on the right side, the two right pipes are connected by one pipe that you turn back and forth, and the same thing for the two on the left side. So you gotta be watching both, like, adjusting them both at the same time and, like, really be aware of, like, multiple things at once. Uh, and then, like, the second level was pretty much the same, but it was more with, like, little baby chicks walking around on platforms that you had to, like, springboard them from at the right time. Uh, and, like, Chicken Shift was actually a pretty fun game. Like, it was actually pretty challenging and pretty, uh, unique and pretty fun. I definitely was not expecting that. But, uh, but yeah, those were, um, I found a few little gems there. Chicken Shift was definitely good. I hadn't heard of it. Violence Fight was fucking hilarious. And Rooster Pepper's always good. Good for all the wrong reasons. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I'm not a reckless driver, so maybe it just doesn't appeal to me. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, That's what I played. So that was an interesting set of games. Yeah. What do you think the best game that we played collectively was? It's got to be Violence Fight. It's got to be. <laughs> Violence Fight. 
<laughs> All right. Well, um, it's definitely. Yeah, I think it might be. You might be right. <laughs> I, on a more realistic scale, I I would guess mine, which is surprising. <laughs> uh, yeah. I Sonic the Hedgehog isn't bad, and I'm actually going to play more of it in the future. So I don't think I could say the same about you guys. I could see myself playing some more Chicken Shift and Root Beer Tapper. Probably more okay. Chicken Shift. Well, yeah, I would not be surprised to see you play Root Beer Tapper, considering well, how Root obsessed Beer, you were with Burger Time. Root Beer Tapper gets repetitive really quickly. Chicken Shift is actually pretty cool and challenging. Rob, we got to hurry this up. i got to go to the store and get soda. All right, let's talk. <laughs> you need some root beer now? Uh, yeah, Avi. What's your What's your favorite soft drink? Go. Soda. What kind? Yourself. Just like just like Coke? No, I'm just messing with it. God, you're such a southerner. Probably root what, beer. Do you, soda pop in, do you say soda pop no, in Arizona? No, nobody Please says soda pop me. unless they want to be shot. Uh, what, do you say, what do you call it in Arizona? Soda? soda? Just say soda. Yeah. Blake, what's your favorite soft drink? Um, uh, uh, is that hard? Yeah. Six inches. Uh, I, I don't know. Vanilla Coke? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. It's a terrible one. It just tastes like shit. Uh, definitely root beer for me, hands down. Root beer is nuts, Vanilla Coke yeah. is good. No, it's not. It tastes like shit. Okay, let's talk about top threes then. Yeah, let's do it. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> uh, Alright, so we have two top threes this time. The first is the top three of the uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists that we believe should be inducted. And then our next top and then the other top three we're doing today is the is three games that we believe should be nom or should be inducted next year that are not part of this list. Can we do top three favorite soda? <laughs> Next time? We can do that, yeah. Root beer, uh, root, root beer, beer uh, A&W root beer, and what's, uh, <laughs> Barks root beer. There you go. Oh yeah, there you go. Barks is, Barks is the top. Barks is pretty sure. nuts. I think A&W is pretty good if it's fresh. Yeah, it is. IBC's, I think, is probably the best though. Bottled ABC. I, see, IBC. it's, it's really hard for me. I, I, th- I think I like Barks a little better than IBC. Ooh, treading on <laughs> dangerous territory. Yeah, I know. Alright. So, Anyways. Um, Top okay. three. Top three. Top three. So top we're going to start with top three World Video top Game Hall of Game finalists that we believe should be inducted this year out of the actual finalists. Top three. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. My number three is uh, Oregon Trail. I, I cool. think that should. I think it's a great. I mean, I'm sure it's on one of your guys' list as well. Oregon Trail. I mean, pretty much everybody. I think played it. At least for me, I played it uh, during grade school a lot, and it was really fun to sit there and dive dysentery repeatedly. Um, yeah, that's, that's what happens in, in Oregon Trail. Our, my favorite thing was like seeing like which one of my friends died. Like we played at a friend's house. Oh yeah, name each other. We weren't allowed to do that. My teacher would not allow us to name it after people in our class. Oh really? Well like one of my friends had it at his house, so we did it there. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, uh, like we would do like the girls that, that, that we like liked at the time. Like we'd bring them with us. You like girls? Do they have cool? Yeah, we like girls. So we would like, we would like put them in the, in the thing also, and be like, you know, like act all sad when one of them died of dysentery or drowned and like act all sad, do act all sad. <laughs> we wouldn't actually be sad. We'd be ho- we're happy they died. <laughs> Fuck bitches. Take that for turning me down the other day, not letting me go down the slide with you. 
Ew. Wait, is that a sexual reference? <laughs> <laughs> she let me to go on the mudslide. She said no. Oh, no. <laughs> Blake, number three, go. Uh, my number three <laughs> uh, is Mario. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I it, out of all the games on there, uh, this was the first game that I can remember playing. It kind of made uh, platforming a known genre, a popular genre, a huge genre. Yeah. It completely <laughs> defined that genre for the next couple decades, uh, and it certainly hasn't aged well. But for its part at the time, it's one of the all-time classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Robert, my number number three. <clears throat> my number three, I I was pretty solid on my number two and one, but I had a hard time narrowing down my third one. Uh, I'm going to go with Space Invaders for number three. Okay. Uh, n- not because the game was, like, that great. I mean, it's a, it's a cool game. It's a fun game. But, like, something about the imagery of that game was, like, so awesome. Like, anybody recognizes, uh, like, the Space Invaders aliens still. Like, even if you never really played video games, like, Space Invaders somehow just, like, became this thing that everybody knows about and, and, and really sort of, like... Uh, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, it's iconic. It's, like, a symbol of video games in general. And I don't really know how that happened. I think it may just be mostly because of the look of the aliens. Um... Because they just kind of look cool in that game, even though the graphics are obviously very simplistic. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I, Space Invaders, just yeah, just because of how iconic it is, mostly. Makes sense. Jay, what you got for number two? Uh, my number two is still I I've still go back and play these games all the time. Freaking Pokemon, dude! That was my entire childhood. Like my entire dream. Like yeah. people are like. I want to cure world hunger. I want a million dollars. Now, fuck that shit. I want Pokemon to be real, dude. If that would have been real when I was a kid, I'd be the best trainer ever. Yeah. I mean, so many it's, different uh, titles, so many different systems. Yeah. Definitely uh, no surprise at all to see it on this list. I think that deserves to be on the list, like, 100%. Like, Oregon Trail, It's Space one of them on there that I, yeah... You think it's questionable? Yeah. You think it's guaranteed? No, no, no. I think it, uh, I think it has its place, for sure. It took the nation by storm it was huge in japan it's yeah. uh, it's an, again one of the icons of gaming i feel I like a picture to send you guys and it's stuff. and it's held really strong too like, yeah. nobody looks back at it like i i actually have never played pokemon but you never hear anybody be looking back and be like oh you know like pokemon it really kind of sucked like everybody thought it was cool at the time like that game like held on Really yeah, like, the, the graphics, like, updating the graphics over time really didn't do anything for it. Like, yeah, obviously, it, it kept it, you know, more alive, but it was the overall gameplay and the concept that keep people uh, going. You like the picture, by the way? Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Blake. Number two. Uh, my number two uh, is World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. did you play one? Um, yeah, I've played well. I don't play it anymore. I played it on release, and I played it through... I played it on and off through Wrath of the Lich King. Okay. Um, I haven't played it since then. Uh, The reason it's on here, again, I tried to go for things that are, like, the biggest influences of gaming of all time. And I think World of Warcraft completely reshaped the MMO genre. Yep. It's kind of ruined for the future, too. 
It really did. Um, it, it's the Titan. It's the one that everybody yep. <laughs> Titan because uh, Blizzard Project Titan, whatever. Uh, All right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it All literally right. changed the 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 entire genre. We saw we have seen since then so many games that try to be quote the WoW killer. So many communities yeah. that herald this particular MMO as the WoW killer. I'm looking at you, Warhammer Online. I really wish you. Oh would come on! I know. I know. <laughs> Good game. It was. I enjoyed it. But damn, it just had too much hype behind it that it didn't live up to. Yeah. Crashed and burned because of that. And uh, it's, <laughs> for that fact alone, it's huge. It's hit over 12 million subs before, um, maybe over 13 million. I don't remember. It's had a lot of active users. And it's easily one of the most iconic video games of all generations. I, think I would have to up for a very long time. I would have to imagine probably the most profitable video game. Nope, not in history. No? I would be very surprised. I don't know. I think today there's a couple games that could compete with it, like in terms of overall profits, but I don't know. I I, obviously. But but think of all the millions of users who are paying however much every single month. $15 a month. And have been doing it for fucking 15 years. Well, the thing is in China, it's different there, and they count all of those users as part of the subscribers but they're not regardless i think it's made a lot of money but i think there are a few but, titles today especially the in the uh what do you call it the microtransactions i think those are getting very close to how much money wow made and i think that's why wow changed their model in the last couple of years yeah um okay. stuff like candy crush farm i was talking about specifically league of legends are you kidding me they uh, well, announced three years ago they made a half a billion dollars like 568 yeah. million dollars in one year like holy shit so but anyways yeah, that is actually my my number one. That's why I'm I'm kind of reaching with you, Blake. I kind of figured it would be. <laughs> yeah, I think we all I think we all saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Robert, what's your number uh, two? My number two is Doom. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, like Doom is. It was such a fun game, and it like it was you know it was a pretty revolutionary game at the same time too. Like nothing had been seen quite like I mean there was there had been Wolfenstein. But, like, Doom kind of, like, perfected everything that, like, Wolfenstein, like, wanted to be, it kind of seems like. Uh, and just, like, the, the gra- like, all the things, they, they did awesome stuff with the graphics that hadn't been done yet. And, and then just, like, the, the style of the game, like, how, like, demonic and gory it was and everything. Like, nobody had really done anything like that before. Um, so, like, as far as technology, and content goes like they did a lot of cool stuff that hadn't been done yet, and and it was just a really fun game too at the same time. Yeah, and, I, and I feel I feel like yeah yeah I feel like it was really really influential as well. I, love I will just piggyback off of this and say that Doom is my number one for those reasons. It was okay. it it defined the FPS genre mm-hmm. as we know it today. Yeah, kind of yep. like how WoW defined MMOs. Yeah. Doom was huge. Doom is the most important FPS of all time. And I say this as someone that never played it when it was out. Uh, someone that doesn't particularly care for it myself, but uh, what it did for computer games, even. Uh, because it, before that, I would venture a guess that the computer game landscape was mostly stuff like uh, King's Quest, the old... And the old LucasArts games, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's probably not 
fairly I safe mean, to what, say. Yeah. Was there any FPSs before Doom, really? That well, there was Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein came before it. I thought so. Um, and uh, but <laughs> that was that's the only one I can think of. Like probably yeah. like 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 maybe really some extremely clones. unknown ones. Yeah. But I mean, what Doom did for FPSs and for modding and just everything, it was... Oh, yeah, that's a good point, too. One of the biggest games of all time. Yeah, especially with the modding and all that. That's a really good point I hadn't even thought of. Um, you know, it's it's so funny, like, thinking back... Like, you don't think about this stuff at all anymore. It's 100% taken for granted. But the first time I saw... Uh, I was at a friend's house, and he had uh, Wolfenstein. And it, it was the first time that I had ever seen... Uh, not just Wolfenstein, but any first-person shooter, probably because this was before Doom came out, I was like, holy shit, like, it blew my mind that your perspective was the guy, and, like, you saw the gun sticking out in front of you, and, like, <laughs> you were the one moving around the screen. It wasn't you yeah. looking at a screen moving a character around, it was you moving yourself around. I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Yeah. And now it's just something that we don't even think about. Um, uh, Jay. So your number one was, was World of Warcraft. Yeah, of course. Still, I mean, like 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 was talking about. There, were, there. Were, I, I want to make this clear. There were plenty of MMOs prior to WoW, but WoW revolutionized everything. Like they they did something that has never it, been captured. It mainlined it all. Like before that, the big MMO before that was. Uh, I mean, there was Ultima Online, and there was EverQuest, and they were both yeah. extremely well, yeah. harsh and punishing. And then WoW comes along and says. That doesn't have to happen. We don't have to have it like that. We can let people have fun in this big Their world. end game content made it so that people would continue to play for years and years and years and years and years. That's why they will always have, like, I mean, people still, like, want to go back and play that, you know, they want to go back and try it again because it's just, like, it was so cool at the time. Great so, music, and, and I've been actually reading, sorry to interrupt you, but I've been watching a lot of videos and reading a lot of the lore, and the lore is actually really, really good. I'm not a lore person at all. I normally am the person who hits escape in every single fucking video game I play online. Like, unless it's specifically a story-driven game, I usually just hit escape and skip it. I've been reading and watching a lot of videos about it, and their lore is actually one of the best stories I've, I've heard in a long time. It's really, really well done. And they have very intricate stories about every single character, and that's like how they designed the entire world. Um, so... Wow? Yeah. Well, I mean, EverQuest had actually did, had done a spectacular job of that before as well. I didn't uh, know that, actually. I didn't know oh, that yeah. was much Oh, really? Before. The lore of EverQuest was very, very, very extensive. Like, there were literally mm -hmm. just, um, NPCs. I did play a little bit of EverQuest. I remember there being NPCs in the towns that sold books mm -hmm. that were just information about the history of the world. That's funny. It was <laughs> like, cool. it was in between like that role playing experience, like the pen mm -hmm. and paper role playing experience, and the World of Warcraft MMO experience. Yeah. But yeah, enough. I mean, it's a it's a great game. I mean, it always yeah. will be. So, so uh, I'm not. I've never been. If I've tried several uh, MMO RPGs, you're not an MMO person. You're not. Yeah, an I'm MMO not an MMO person no, in general. All. But just like. So for like me and like the three other people who haven't played World of Warcraft, what is it about World of Warcraft that what's the hook that keeps you? I don't know. Well, for me, I mean, it was uh, I didn't. I'm I'm gonna have a much different answer from Jay. I didn't care 
terribly much about the game. I played it. I kept playing it to play with some of my friends. Yeah, that that actually keeps you like the thing. Is, I think that's the, the biggest thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Actually, it's um, so easy to play with other people. Like, there's except so for the many part of to... not liking the game. I think most people still enjoy the game a lot. I had a lot of problems with it. Mm. Uh, the reason I played it was for the community, for the friends. Yeah, I've made sure. a lot of long-term friends playing WoW. Like, in all honesty, like I still I have friends that. When I originally started playing WoW, I'm still very close friends with them today, and I see them like once or twice a year. Not even. Well, what is it, Jay? What is it for you actually liking the game itself? Like, what about the game is so good? Um, like, don't you don't have to spend an hour. I don't know the difficult. I mean, it's it. There's certain difficult aspects of it. I I'm a big person of enjoying like grinding and and doing stuff like that. So I don't know. I there's just a lot of things about it. Okay. Uh, It's just a very well done game. Well, it's, uh, you know, Blizzard like they have a reputation for. Not necessarily coming up with new ideas, but taking good ideas mm-hmm. and like refining Making them, them better. And, yeah, and like getting like getting them down to the best that you can. Yeah, and like clearly they completely hit a fucking oh. home run with World Twelve million, dollars, 12 million subscribers a month for extensive yeah. period of time. Fifteen dollars a month. Can't, yep. You can't, can't argue it. It's argue. a very successful yeah. franchise, and it always will be. I mean, so yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Well, my number one. Is Super Mario Brothers? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not surprising. We had some pretty big overlap on our lists. Yeah, yeah. unsurprisingly. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, honestly, I'd I'd be more interested in like touching briefly on the games that were on the list that we don't think like belong there now. Very briefly, I don't want to go super into this again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we yeah. yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna get mad. Minecraft. Well, I, no, I just well, don't... let me let me let me say really quickly just about Mario Brothers that I okay. basically would say the same thing that uh, that Blake said. Like, it completely defined the platforming genre, which also happens to be, like, I don't know if I, if it's necessarily the most popular genre, but the most, like, accessible genre. I like that uh, word. Yeah, I think it's a good way to describe it. The, yeah. Even today. Like, the most, they make them more... Yeah. They make like, more, a lot of indie games today, stuff like uh, Braid, for example, Yeah, is a platformer with new elements introduced mm-hmm. to it. Um. It's one of the most classic uh, as genres or even subgenres. I feel like a lot of games use it as something of a subgenre, kind of like Super Metroid did. Mm-hmm. There are definite platforming elements in Super Metroid, but I wouldn't. Uh, I guess Super Metroid's not one of the better ones. I think that one's actually fairly platformer ish sometimes. But there are a lot of games that kind of use that and have it as like a. A backstory, like a background feature of their gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And and what I played, I played. Uh, I went back and replayed Mario a few months back for the podcast. And what really struck me about it was like how just good of a game it still is. Like this was the first game like this, and they complete. I just feel like they completely nailed it. Like. They didn't get much wrong. It wasn't like, yeah, this is this was influential, uh, and then it got like you know fixed and the formula got refined over time. It's like they pretty much got it right the first try. Yeah, the controls are a little uh, Super Mario Brothers, the very first one, controls a little weird sometimes with running and running jumps and, and stopping. How much you're <laughs> yeah, stopping is like the big one, just sliding all over the place sometimes. <laughs> and that's true. It's a little on the goofy side, and uh, it, it even then, like, it wasn't unplayable by any means. Like, oh, not at all. 
that stuff didn't get in the way too much. I love um, finding secrets in that game too. That was my favorite thing with my family. Trying oh, to find yeah. all the secrets. Oh uh, really? Like the mm-hmm. secret pipes and stuff like that? Uh secret mushrooms too, like the first level. Oh, like the that one points. at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh so I guess we talk about things that are on there that shouldn't. Uh, what do you think? All right, so Robert, you um I mean you were kind of the impetus for our big Tetris episode. Oh yeah. Uh, but you didn't have Tetris on your list. No, I'm not actually I'm not actually a Tetris fan really at all. Okay. That's why I, I lost I, the competition. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why like I don't remember actually what even caused that in the first place. I think it was because I had watched that documentary, and I was like, oh, this will be fun if we have a contest. But, like, I'd, I I actually really don't ha- – I've never really been a Tetris fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I've played it, you know, like, if I was – when I was younger, I had it on Game Boy. And like, if I was bored and had nothing else to do, sure, I would play a little Tetris for a little bit. But I don't – I don't – Tetris isn't a really fun game to me. It's It's – I find it bland and just not very visually interesting and not even particularly fun. Uh, what else? Any anything else on the list that um, you guys want to talk about? I mean, I, I, just, I, I Sims could be. It, it's mm. that was the other one for me. Yeah, it's. I think it's up. I think it actually deserves to be on there. Really, mm, it yeah. has been huge with uh, the much more casual crowd. Of I was going to say female. Most people I know play the Sims series are female. A lot of females. I've known quite a few males though. That, that is don't. true. A lot of As my girlfriend just said, she's a fan of Sims. <laughs> there you have it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I Pong and Pac Man. I, yeah, I, I think, think if I had been, mm-hmm. if I, I think I'd been, if I'd been around when those were actually a thing, I would have been able to see their influence and judge it more. As it is, I don't know. Um, to me, it's is it iconic? And yeah, Pong and they are. I mean, Seinfeld or Pac or. No, that was Frogger. I'm sorry. Why isn't Frogger on Yeah, here? Frogger. Yeah, yeah. Holy well, I mean, shit. there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like, they had to just kind of arbitrarily cut it off at some point. A I mean, to, yeah, arbitrarily to put e- fucking Minecraft on here. Well, so, I, mean, I mean, to some extent, this is an arbitrary list. You have There's a million games you got to leave off. You have to get it down to some reasonable number. I think the only one I'd really like to, like, even discuss a little bit more would be uh, Zelda. What do you guys think? Uh, I That was... That probably would have been my number almost four. Your number three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, I mean, uh, it, oh man, I don't know if it deserves this. Is, this is one that I would say is like more iconic and influential than actually good. Um, I, I think it, that might be my problem with it too. And I, yeah, I don't think Zelda, like when I compare it to say Mario, I just don't think it had as big of an impact. Okay. Because I feel like I guess I feel like there were so many other games that were kind of that adventure thing, not done in the same way as Zelda, not even close, but that still had that kind of aspect that drove the genre to a degree. I mean, I guess Zelda had some stuff with uh, the puzzle elements and everything, but I don't think it it really defined the genre nearly as hard as like World of Warcraft and Doom and Mario. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I feel like it tried a lot of cool, a lot of things that were cool and original at the time. But uh, unlike games like Doom and Mario, I feel like it would have eventually 
the games that you would say were inspired by Zelda, I think they would have uh, still come into existence without Zelda having been there in the first place. Yeah, that's Whereas, kind of like um, yeah. I just think the gameplay and like the interaction with the items and everything in Zelda makes it like I don't know. I think it was just well, crazy at the time. Well, yeah, yeah. It was. That's what very, I would say at the time. Yes, like the inventory system and everything. It ha- it did a lot of things that were fantastic, but mm-hmm. I it just it doesn't stick out for me personally as one of the defining classics. In the same vein, hmm. I don't know. I, I don't see mind that. seeing it on there, but for me personally, what? it doesn't top the list. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't. There weren't really any games on this list that I was like offended by them being on the list. The, I think the uh, only one where I'm like offended is, uh, I guess, the FIFA soccer game. Which <laughs> I you I, know I, FIFA was the most played game, like uh, before League of Legends, it was the most popular game in the world. I would believe that, yeah. Uh, yeah, worldwide. yeah. Especially in the Asian countries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only one that I was offended with, really, was like Sonic the Hedgehog. Because, again, I, I talked about it earlier. I don't see it being the icon that uh, it could have been. Like, if I compare it to Mario, it just doesn't do nearly as much. Um, The only one that I would... if If any of them offended me at all, which none of them really did. The only one I would say did maybe a little bit is Angry Birds. Oh, um, yeah, and Angry Birds. I <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that game, you can't argue, but I fucking hate it, but it does definitely, based on what qualifications we're saying, probably deserves to be on there. I mean, to some extent, I feel similar to Angry Birds the same way I do about Minecraft, where exactly. you, can't, exactly. you can't deny that it has been an absolute phenomenon of a video game, but I feel like, whereas Minecraft really actually had some cool gameplay no. ideas no. in it, Angry, no. Angry Birds Angry Birds is like a success in marketing, I feel like, more than game design. I I, I, think I put them both in the same fucking category. They're, I like respect the fact that they're as big as they are, but I fucking hate both of them. I just don't understand it. Not even the slightest. Angry Birds blows my mind. The fact that people actually spend money on that game, I don't, I don't understand that shit at all. Especially since they made like nine million of them. They had Star Wars and they had that stupid bird one, like the whatever the bird Disney the stupid movie. Stupid bird one. Well, no, there was a Disney movie. There was a Disney movie or Pixar movie. It was about the bird. And they did a feature of Angry Birds about that, and it was like crazy. It was like the number one download for like six months or something. It was just so stupid. The gameplay sucks dick, too. I don't get it. So do you like this game? Fucking hate it. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else to say about those, or you guys want to talk about uh, our next list? The um, three, four that we would vote for for next year. You want to move on? Yeah, move on. Last words? All right, we'll move on. I okay, really so... I time, like, even figuring out... Um... Which three, I think, are like, oh, those are the three I would pick. I've got one. Oh, really? I bet I know what it is. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, other ones that that really stick out for me. It, it, there's just w- none that quite top that list in the same way. Okay. okay. That, that uh, come to mind, anyway. I don't know. Sure. 
I I actually I had a little bit of trouble at first, but I ended up having to pare mine down. Um, so I guess I guess I'll start. The number the, the number three that I kind of settled on, I had a couple. I had like six fighting for number three place. The number three one that I uh, that I'm gonna go with is Street Fighter Two. Why two specifically? Huh? Why over one? Why over one? Well, Street Fighter One really wasn't <laughs> popular at all. It was a okay. unpopular game. It was terrible. You yeah. were able to play as one character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, each one player one got to pick one character, and player two got to pick. Uh, they were forced into picking so, this other character. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. And it just wasn't a good game on top of that. And yeah, on top of that, it was not a good game, so. But, so Street Fighter 2 was the one where, like, okay, this is a good game. And Street Fighter 2, like, I guess was really the first really good fighting game. And it, and, uh, you know, like, like most of the other games we've been talking about on these lists, it was extremely influential on the genre as a whole. And, uh, and it's, and it spawned, it basically spawned an eSport, and it's uh, it's still a really, really good game. I mean, it's really well-balanced. The characters are all awesome. You do cool moves and stuff. It's fun just to play with your friends. It's it's awesome if you st- if you want to, like, play it competitively. It's, uh, like, oh, there's, no, there's almost... There, there, I mean, there's almost nothing bad you can say about Street Fighter 2. It did a whole lot, and it was a good game. Like, I would go over to my friend's house when I was younger, and we would just, like, when it finally came out on Super Nintendo, and we would just play that the whole time that I was there. What you got for number three, Jay? Um, honestly, I don't think I thought about this list enough now, now that, like, we've kind of talked about the ones that are on there. <laughs> uh, my number three is Metroid, but primarily for me was the gameplay. That's good. It's good, but I don't, I, th- I think it's, it's kind of in the same boat as Zelda. Um, I think the gameplay was magnificent for the game. It, it holds up very well, too. I think Metroid... I think so. I love playing the huh. first Metroid. Oh, man, I've never played the first Metroid. I've played. Oh Super really? Metroid. Yeah. You've never played it at period? No, not like at all. I, wow. I've maybe I think I've played maybe half an hour of it, and I've never done more than that though. I don't remember anything. It's, oh man, it's so hard. Yeah, I, I've watched some other people play it a little bit, and it, I don't know. It's, it's just, fucking hard and frustrating. I played it on yeah. a phone too the first time I beat it. Oh, God, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yep. But yeah, no. I think, I think Metroid. I mean, I think there's some other titles I probably could have come up with if I had more. If I thought about it some more, but I think it's a good one. I, I, I think it's a good one. It's it's not a bad game. It's definitely got the icon status. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a solid number three. Cool. Uh, Blake, you're about your solid number go, two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what you gonna go with? Um, what you gonna go with all that junk? All that junk. God, I I junk. just thought of this one a minute ago. I guess I've got three now. One that I would like to see just because of how much it's uh like. It uh, it created its own genre, uh, Rogue. Oh, that's a good one. I'm gonna mute my mic. Sorry. Every, okay, everybody likes like that. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Rogue has developed. It, it created its own genre, and it's named after the game, Rogue Like, uh, an entire genre of games and ideas in game design that all stemmed from this one computer game, where things are randomly generated. Uh, you've got this top-down view, grid-based movement and everything, and uh, I think it deserves some more attention and love for that. Uh, so, I'm familiar with the game, <clears throat> with, with, with Rogue, but I've never played it, and I've 
not seen much. I've of played games. a little bit of it. It's v- because I'm so used to um, tile sets and stuff now, like actual quote actual art in the games. <laughs> right. Uh, like going back and playing a pure ASCII game where it's just yeah. at symbols, lines, slashes, dots, colons. It's really, really difficult for me to do that. I can't wrap my head around it very easily. It, get, it gets frustrating for me. So I've played a little bit of it enough to be like, okay, this is what made this genre happen. Okay, cool. Okay. And, uh, yeah. What do you do in the game? Um, it's, you basically explore this dungeon-like area, you go around, you find treasure, you get into fights with random enemies, and you can see the enemies are, like, their own special symbol on the map, on your screen, I guess. Uh, RPG-based, so on and so forth. And, of course, the, the, kind of the big thing about it, I guess, is... Uh, it's RPG based and all, but when you die, you're dead and you start over. And it's yes, randomly generated. That's the big thing with rogues. You die anywhere in your run, you go back to start with no items, no levels, no anything like that. There's a really good game that just came out. I don't know if it came out recently, but called Pixel Dungeon that uh, I've been playing a lot that actually, that's the exact style of that. Just take a look at it sometime. It's pretty cool. It's for mobile devices, um, I think it's for a browser as well. Uh, I just actually discovered that. Rogue, like a direct port of Rogue is available on iOS. Huh. Uh, I just downloaded it too. Yeah. Um, do you, Blake, do you have any insight or any thoughts as to why it's like just basically in the past two years really that we've started like Rogue-like has become a thing? Like this uh. like came became influential 35 well. years after it was made. <laughs> um... I would guess, I mean, there's been a lot of outcrying about how easy games have gotten in the last decade or two, leading up to the point where roguelikes really took off and kind of uh, cut out a niche in the market. And I I guess part of it might be that uh, the difficulty of having one run where if you die, you're, that's it. You're back to start. There's no save points, nothing like that. I I guess maybe part of the reason it took off so hard is because people like that uh, difficulty. Same reason that we saw Dark Souls, uh, or more accurately, Demon Souls, cut out a part of the market where people are like, this game is beating the holy hell out of me. This is awesome. I like this challenge. Because we haven't gotten a lot of that in a lot of the more recent AAA titles. Thanks okay. to stuff like extremely generous checkpoints, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your, okay, real quick, is Binding of Isaac your favorite roguelike? Oh, God. Um, if we do consider it a roguelike, it's because uh, roguelikes, in quotes here, a lot of people don't consider Isaac roguelike because it doesn't have a, a grid-based or turn-based gameplay. Okay. Um, for the sake of argument, we'll count it as a roguelike here. I would say that my favorite roguelike... Uh, Isaac is up there. Crypt of the Necrodancer is way up there. It might be Crypt of the Necrodancer. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, Crypt of the Necrodancer is... It's... Um, 
very close to the classic rogue like style of top down view grid based movement uh turns but the turns are timed uh aside from that like in the completely traditional roguelike sense i'd have to go with tales of mejael uh top down okay. turn based you get to select a class at the beginning you level up you get new gear and all this um randomly generated dungeons randomly gener- generated loot so on and so forth. Uh, it's probably those three for me. Okay, cool. That's, I think that's a. I think that's a really good. <laughs> that's a really good one. For it was, yeah, we got into a like lot a better. Yeah. Talk about this, huh? We got into like a ten minute discussion about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we'll go back to Jay. Let's Jay, talk about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> kidding. What's number two? Uh, number two is gonna be Final Fantasy VII. I, I mean, I, I know like you could just say the whole Final Fantasy series, but no, I, I think Final Fantasy VII really set a brand new pace for RPG genre and especially for time. Like, uh, uh, my number one is gonna be Final Fantasy VII. I yeah. think it is one of the most influential games of all time. Yep. I like the yep. game, but ju- just for um, posterity's sake, it's not even my favorite Final Fantasy. <laughs> Me either. But I think it is the most influential game, at least out of the Final Fantasy series, and. For me, the most influential game that comes to mind that isn't on the 2015 list for the Hall of Fame already. Uh, it it made cinematic storytelling. I cannot made, believe it's not on this list. I, I, I'm still, actually very surprised, really. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, is... it introduced RPGs to the mass market. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII is so many people's first RPG game, not just their first Final Fantasy, but the first RPG period. Uh, cinematic storytelling, the RPG elements because of how popular FF7 was and how it popularized the idea of these RPG elements. I feel like FF7 is the reason that we see that in so many games um, over the last uh, decade and a half. Uh, I'm looking at you, Call of Duty series, with your leveling up system, with your perks, all that stuff. I attribute it mostly to the ridiculous success of Final Fantasy VII and everybody looking at that game and going, we should put in some leveling in our game too, and longer games. That's the other thing that I was gonna say. Is like Final yeah, Fantasy VII. Yeah. You remember when that nine 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 hit hit cap, and you were like, "Well, I'm gonna keep playing for another hundred hours after the clock stops." Like, yeah, freaking nuts. Yeah, I I mean, no arguing with that, obviously at all. It's a uh, de- probably the most famous RPG <laughs> ever made. I, I would. Yep. Have, I would yeah, that's what blows my mind. It, it, like that is the most. Common thing said, it is the most popular RPG probably of all, all time, and it's not on that list. Like, that blows my mind. Okay. My number two... Uh, let me actually pull up my little... Oh, oh, my number uh, my number two is uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, that's a good one. That entire series is a good one. That's yeah, a really we... good one, Robert. Well played. Oh, thank you. We, we talked about this a while back also on the, uh, on the podcast, like... Grand Theft Auto is one of those. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three is one of those games you can talk about in hyperbole, yeah. and it like all actually be accurate and true. Like it did. Like it was such. It did so many things that had not been done. Like this. This was like arguably when it came out the best game that had ever been made, or at least one of them, because. It was the first really open world game where you could do so many awesome. You could do anything. Things. You could do anything. <laughs> yeah. um, it, like there had never been a game remotely like this before, yeah. and and it was so much fun. Like I played this game for eight hours straight when I like the first day that I had it. 
it was uh like there's so it many was things just... you can do too so you don't even get bored of it yeah yeah that's the thing you you if you don't feel like doing any missions, then you just drive around hijacking cars, flipping picking cars, up hookers. Blow, picking up hookers, blowing stuff up, stealing tanks, stealing tanks, learning <laughs> how to fly. Do you remember the flight simulator? Like how good the flight simulator was in that? Yeah, the the flight. I mean, that was just was really crazy. Tough. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good answer. I'm shocked. <laughs> I didn't think of that actually, <laughs> and that it's not yeah. on the list. Yeah, how is yeah, yeah, how is yeah, yeah, on the list? That that's even like. Some of these ones I'm like, okay, okay, but like that, are you kidding me? Ugh. Uh, Blake, what you got for number two? My number two, I'm gonna go with Quake. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's good. Kind of like Doom in the sense, right? Kind of like Doom, very similar to Doom, but uh, whereas Doom kind of made FPS games, I feel like Quake more defined the arena FPS. Mm-hmm. And like gave way for stuff like Unreal Tournament down the line, and mm-hmm. uh, like what I was originally thinking, I was like, "What are some of those old games that I love?" And I was like, "Unreal Tournament." But really, Quake was uh, between the two. Quake really took the uh, the stage there. Yeah, uh, like there are still people yeah. that play the shit out of Quake Arena to this day. <laughs> I think the last tournament for Quake was featured like well, like a year and a half ago. I think the last uh, something like that. It was very, very recently. That's it's still that. Think about that. It's 2015. <laughs> it's 2015. Yeah, it was 2014 at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nuts. Uh, yeah. Good one. I like yeah. that. You can't argue with that one either. That, that, I, I, I didn't actually play Quake growing up. I, I played uh, Unreal Tournament. Um, but yeah, I mean, de- you gotta like Quake was definitely the more influential of the two, and probably the better. I would have to guess of the two. Yeah, it. it yeah, I mean, just based on the fact that Unreal Tournament doesn't have any tournaments still, but <laughs> or there was never even that big of a tournament scene for it. But like with Quake, we had um, what's his name? Nothing. <laughs> his name was nothing. His name, oh, Fatality, there we go. Oh, I'm sorry, there was a really good pro player. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, there's <laughs> I think it was Fatality. Was it Fatality? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was Fatality. And he was, was like, like, he made a living off of playing Quake at the time, which was completely unheard of. Yeah. Sorry. Pioneering esports. Show. Uh, so, Blake, your number one was uh, Final Fantasy VII. Yep. Yes. Um, anything else you want to say about it? I think we covered it. Um, I think the thing, I, is, the thing is, he doesn't have to say anything. That's what that's what's crazy that's, that it's on the list. He doesn't have to. Just it's saying the game and people will go, yeah, where is that? Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's All the right. crazy. Okay. Uh, Jay, you wanna you want next or? I, I'm gonna be on cybergram number I mean, one. Yeah, I'll go. I I'll, have I'll... one other game I can think of, but uh, we'll see how the rest of these lists go. <laughs> All right. I semi-regret mine now because I think there are much better choices, but um, this is a game that I've actually been getting more into recently, which is uh, Super Mario 64. I, I don't know. It, it That's a good one. It is. I but... actually wondered about that one myself because it was the first 3D platformer. And it, it, again, it, it set up N64. the genre. It literally made that system successful yeah. for the first yeah. years. Yeah. And it still is. Like I just, I really enjoy people watching people speedrun it now, and it's like. People still talk about it like it, it is one of the best of its genre and probably will be for a very, very, very long time. But. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, that's, I kind of feel the same way about 
that as I do uh, the first Super Mario Brothers, where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is the first game to do this. Well, look, they fucking nailed it. They did it again, but this time 3D. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I guess I don't agree. I don't, don't regret it as much now, but no, uh, that was that was one that I was considering for my list. Yeah. I'd say so. I actually thought Blake was gonna say it. I was like really nervous, but I'm so like, calm and ready to drop bombs. You're like sweating bullets over there. Yeah. So, my number one is Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Jesus. Are you fucking kidding me, Kingdom Hearts? Kill yourself, Robert. <laughs> the main uh-huh. reason um, I was considering this one as well is because – for one of the same reasons as Final Fantasy VII, uh, it really introduced and defined cinematic storytelling in video games. Mm-hmm. They were both – Yeah. That. It, it, I mean that's probably the main reason I would put that on there. I mean, it did other stuff. Like, there weren't really stealth games at the time when this came out either, even though, like, the stealth aspect of it isn't really particularly strong, I would say. But, like, I, I, like overall, just, get, like, the cinematic, uh, the cinematic aspect of it kind of combined with just how unique and quirky the entire game, the entire aesthetic of the game is in general. Like, there's nothing like the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, true. and it was, and, and especially when this first one came out, it was like, wow, like this guy, again, kind of has been the theme for this whole discussion is these guys did something completely unique with this game. And a lot and, of games branched from it. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of stuff branched from it. And they also not only did stuff unique, but did it really, really, really mm-hmm. well. Especially for the time. And, and just like the way the story's told is so crazy and everything. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Metal Gear Solid. Oh, really? Fan boy. Uh, we should show me your but, tattoo. But I have to. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely. This is this is my. That's like, I, I, I mean, we all saw it coming, but it, it is a good one. Like I, I won't even deny it. But yeah, I, I, but. once I said Final Fantasy VII, I was like cinematic storytelling, yada yada yada, and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, now I know what Robert's number one is going to be. <laughs> so when you asked me, do you have anything else to say about FF7? I was like. Yeah, Metal it's Gear Solid, Metal but Gear I'll Solid. wait for you to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you have anything else to say about Final Fantasy VII? Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, these were these both... I, it I turned think, out a lot better than I thought it would. I, was like, I mean, I thought it was going to be good, but even more so. Yeah, I was really happy. I think these were really good. I still um, think there's a couple things that should be on that, that fucking list that aren't. That's ridiculous. Frogger alone, like, I, I'm just blown away. That yeah, Frogger, I, mean, like, I mean, I... Between Frogger and Pac-Man, I think they're at the same tier. So to see only same. one of them is a little weird. Yeah, that's all. I, I think. I mean, I think they had to have a variety here. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from as well. I like. I don't mind it as much because they can go for the variety of choices, different genres, different uh, times, Genre. different Genre. systems. So I think Pac-Man kind of covers that era and that idea and those games they're very different but at the same time uh, they're uh, for me they're tied together very I closely. can see that a little bit but yeah I'm still bitter um okay what do you guys so think win? you guys think Minecraft's gonna win because of all oh what do we think Ooh, that's a good question so we'll say it's they don't say how many of them are going to be inducted but like if I had to how do they determine it is it, is it listed I think they're just picking them themselves. Okay, if they pick themselves, I, I think it would be it'll be more interesting. But if it's like fan based, I think Minecraft will win because that is like the biggest circle jerk. It's, it's, it's not fan big right now, is why. 
it's got the hugest out of all these games it has the biggest fan base right now I mean, the only one that comes close is going to be World of Warcraft. and Or Angry Birds. Angry Birds has a... The, all right. I don't think not the people community, that would vote community. for Angry, Ver, Angry Birds are going to vote, though. Yeah, I was going to say, they'll probably have trouble using smartphones. I love the internet. If I had to, like, place money down and say, this game is going to be in the final list, I would... The one game that I would bet on is Doom. Really? I would say Super Mario Brothers. Really? I would not I Doom. was thinking both of those, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, like, I well, see, I mean, Doom, maybe Mario, one of those. Yeah. Uh, Doom, I, I would... I don't know. Super Mario Brothers, I think, is like the one that should be in that list no matter what. It's so fucking iconic. Are you kidding me? Like, I feel that, like there are some... I think The Sims will never make it. No way. Uh, no way in hell. Are you kidding me? Over not- everything else? Tetris? Maybe not for a while, but I could see them eventually uh, getting in. Okay. Uh, we we got, actually got some responses to this on Twitter. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, let's see. At the Cube Miser. Nice. His number three. Uh, these these are the ones that he's voting for from this list that he <laughs> wants to be inducted. Uh, the number three, he says Oregon Trail. One Howdy. of the earliest... What, he he were, he considers this an open world game. He says one of the earliest open world huh. games and very widespread. It defined a generation of gamers. You do have kind of a, a decent amount of options. I mean, I guess for that time, I guess you could call it open world. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. It's stretching it, but it I think it's world. But I can okay. see what he's saying. Exactly. Um, number two, he's gonna go with Tetris. Sure. He says maybe the purest puzzle game ever made, and it was a killer app for mobile gaming. Um, yeah. And then his number one, he's going with Pong. Wow. He's, he must he said it. He said it created the know. versus genre. Ooh. That's, 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 that's a really, that's a good perspective that a good, on it, actually. That's that is a very really, good point. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> that's, that, I, I had read this. See, that was, that's part of it, like, on the machine that they showed on there, it's got, like, the two sides. And part yeah. of that registered in my head, but like I was talking about earlier, I wasn't, it didn't quite click at the time because I wasn't around when that happened. It, it wasn't, for me, like, it wasn't. Stop saying you're young, important. dude. We know you're like in your 40s. Calm down. All right. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> We've all seen you stream shirtless. Uh, well. We have. Not lately. Yeah. He, he, he created a whole, like, policy change. Oh, speaking of iconic things, shirtless streaming. <laughs> 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 oh, Blake, son. Oh, that was God. hilarious. He takes off his shirt next week. <laughs> Twitch me shirtless is banned. <laughs> no more large nipples on stream. Thanks, Twitch. <laughs> that was your bread and butter right there. Ew, uh, he, he says, he also said, I feel like the first inductees should be some of the earliest games created and have long-lasting effects on gaming. I, I kind of thought that was a big part of it for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, I, like, I mean, most of the things we I talked about is this game was huge because of this reason. It's got this yeah. big, long-lasting effect. It created something, like, created a genre. I don't want to say genre, but it just did something unique at the An time. An idea. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at Sifil Jeff 8 S-I-F-L Jeff 8 um, his... <clears throat> Three he would go with are number three Legend of Zelda, okay. number two number two Pong and number one Super Mario Brothers. That kind of jumps around a little bit. 
Yeah, um, and he doesn't really elaborate on that much. He, but for the next, he also gave us a list for the ones he would want next year. Okay. And this is actually, it was funny because he tweeted this, and this was actually the exact same original list that I had come up with in order. Huh. Uh, really bizarre. Well, but I will, but I guess not, not, not too surprising when you see what games they are. Number three, Final Fantasy VII. Number two, Wolfenstein. And wow. Yeah, okay. and number one, Grand Theft Auto Three. Holy shit, are you serious? Nice. Yeah. That guy's got a good taste in games. I like yeah. that's like all yeah. three of us like in one. I like Wolfenstein, but I don't think it was at the same tier. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember I being like at the is. same level as Doom or Quake. Well, it wasn't, but it was because like they built off of it. Hmm. That's incredible though. What a good list, man. I'm a fan. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that was really good. And then he says, oh. um, and then he says, FF, he kind of goes back a little bit. He sent us another tweet. He said, FF7, maybe not, wanted an RPG with huge impact through innovation and popularization. Uh, FF1 and Dragon Quest don't stand up today to me. That's but interesting. I, yeah, I, that's I kind think, of what we were talking about with Final Fantasy 1 versus Final Fantasy 7. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, and then, like, drag, I, between them, between Final Fantasy One and Dragon Quest, it's Dragon Quest. <laughs> between those two, as far as um, influence goes. By yeah, far. I mean, I can understand. I can understand saying, arguing for Final Fantasy One. Sure. But, but I mean, when you look at the grand scheme, like even, even given that Final Fantasy One spawned the Final Fantasy franchise, Final Fantasy Seven still overshadows it in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, it, it honestly partially is the franchise. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, wh- what is the thing that people ask for every time they come out with a new system? When are you going to remake Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. So what is it yeah. that that Square trolls everybody with whenever they don't have anything really good to say at a press conference? <laughs> yeah, something about crazy. Final Fantasy VII. All right. Remember that list I told you about? Two things we don't talk about. That's on the list now. That's number three. <laughs> Anyways, I like that list. Right. That guy's got good too. Yeah, that was good. Um, and we didn't actually get any emails. That was uh, that was all the um, we just got tweets this time. Uh, for the next list, I had an idea, but I don't know if I can really come up with a whole. I, I can think of like one or two good things for this one, which are uh, your favorite quotes in classic video games. Oh, I like that one. Are you kidding me? Blake, huh. you are going to go off on that one. I'm not so oh much, but... Oh, God. That would be really blow good. Blow out your ass. <laughs> blow it out your ass. What's that from? Duke, Duke Nukem. Are you kidding? Oh, blow, yeah. Okay, blow, okay. blow it out your ass. I like that one, actually, a lot. You want to like, try it? You want to give it a shot? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to climb. I like that. Okay. All right. So, um, I'm writing down a few notes. I just thought of a couple things. Um, okay, yeah, so we'll do our top three favorite quotes from video games. If you can think of three more, we'll do all of them, because this could be fun. I like this. I think this is funny. Alright, so send us your top three favorite quotes from any video game at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com or, or tweet them to yeah, us at, uh, at classgamescast. Um, you guys, so done with top threes, you guys uh, want to talk real quick about games you've been playing, about Non-classic games you've been playing, if you have been. I actually actually haven't that much to be honest. So, Blake. 
Um, God, I've, I mean, part of the reason, the main reason I couldn't play much Sonic is because I've been practicing for my tournaments in Isaac and Necrodancer lately. Aside from those, though, uh, I played Mortal Kombat X, um, did I talk about that on the last podcast? No, we just talked about how it was all fucked up on this one, but, uh, how's the, how's the game? It's fun. Um, it's pretty enjoyable. It doesn't have a huge execution ceiling, which means I, I'm very terrible at uh, inputs in fighting games. So this oh, really? one, uh, the ceiling on that is much lower than a game like Street Fighter. So for me, it's a lot easier to do. Uh, it's a lot easier to play just because of that. Uh, aside from that, it's got a huge cast. The main reason I liked it is because each character has essentially like three stances, but you can only pick the stance before the uh, the fight itself starts. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And most of the characters, like these, these different types of this character, play differently. Um, some characters, it's more extreme than others, but I like that uh, that inclusion of variety there and limitation on a character's move set. Where if you play as this version of this character, you get an access to a fireball that you wouldn't normally have, stuff like that. I am, um, I thought that's a really great design idea. Uh, aside from that, I don't know. I don't think I've been playing much either. What about you, Robert? Do you? Do you feel like it's? Do you feel like it? It holds up pretty well, like just as a game that does cool things that you want to watch. Uh, I've watched a little bit of it so far, but I haven't been able to catch too much of it at tournaments. I think it'll be. I, I from what people have said on Twitter, there's a worry that it's going to become an option select fest, which it's a fighting game term. I'm not going to explain it too much to most of our viewers, but it could make the game very uninteresting. Both to play okay. and watch. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Um, okay, that's cool. Do you... Is it very microtransaction-y? I know there's a little bit of that in the game. Um, not really. There's, uh, like, the main thing is the DLC, and there's, like, a season pass for it. Uh, $30 season pass. They're releasing some characters as DLC. Um, Freddy, not Freddy, uh... Jason, Jason Voorhees. Jason He's, Voorhees. I think he has been released. Yeah, I think I think last I, really I heard it was not. But yeah, I know he was like. Yeah, I heard he wasn't a few days ago, but I don't know what's changed since then. Okay. Okay. So they're doing releases with characters like that. Um, it's cool. I wouldn't say that there's a lot of microtransactions really. Would Would you Would you recommend the game? Oh, uh, God, with all the PC issues it's had, it's... Maybe not right now? Yeah. It's it's difficult to recommend it on the PC release. Uh, if you like fighting games, I think you'll enjoy this. It's, um, in my mind, from what I've played and from what I've seen, it's probably the best Mortal Kombat release we've had. Wow. Yeah. Ever? Uh, yeah, Ooh. probably. That's impressive. Okay. Yeah, it is. Even better than, like, 2 and 3? Yes. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Like for me, like, I just love the oh, character okay. Never variety and stuff. Um, overall, the game it it seems like it has a lot of potential. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> All right. Potential. Um, Jay, anything? No, I already said I got nothing. You? I've uh, I I've besides the game that I've been playing for the podcast that I didn't quite get to finish, I've been playing uh, Pillars of Eternity. Oh yeah, I've watched a lot of people oh, yeah. play that actually on stream. Yeah, it's still really fun. Um, I hear that it starts to kind of drop off in the, like towards the end of the game, but I've still got a ways to go. I'm about, I want to say, 20 hours in right now, 
and uh, it's it's just it's really fun. I mean, like they they just nailed all the combat and the like. The story is really good, uh, and even like the side quests and, and things like that. It's they, I mean, like so far everything that I've seen is it's just a really fun game. And uh, and you've got like your stronghold that you can upgrade that you get eventually. The uh, the characters are cool. Like the the classes are cool. Everything about the game is just really. Fun. I mean, this is really cool. No, no. So you, you oh, it's, it's cool. Also, cool. is it cool? Like, like I, pl- I started, I started playing. Oh, and uh, one thing that doesn't get talked about this game much that I, as far as I've heard at least, is it really like the graphics are really good. Like this game really looks great. Um, that kind of gets everything. Like the gameplay is what's always talked about, but this is like I really enjoy just the way this game looks. So. uh I just wanted to say that because I haven't heard anybody else say it. The only other thing I've been playing is I've started playing a little bit of City Skylines. Okay, that um, game's really popular as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really big right now, and I haven't actually started my own city yet. But <laughs> I've been playing it with my daughter who's six, okay. and like just like just letting her do whatever she wants to do. I like I'll give her advice. I'll be like, you know, if you do that, like if you build factories next to people's houses, then they aren't gonna like that. So she'll kind of she I let her do whatever. Huh? So don't lie to her. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I, I'm telling, I'm giving her good advice, but just ultimately just letting her do whatever she feels like she wants to do. So she's got like roads that like curve really weird all over the place and like spiral (laughs) around just because she thinks it looks cool and forgets to build them half the time. Uh, and so like, (laughs) it's 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 really fun so far because like. She's not doing a bad job, but like mostly just with the actual layout of the city, it's just like completely willy nilly. It's uh, it's it, that's that's been fun. Just I I am gonna start my own city pretty soon at some point, but it's been really fun just to see the kind of the goofy stuff that she does. Robert, is the dream of your daughter becoming an architect dying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a city architect, maybe, yeah. <laughs> cool. And I think that's all I've got, you guys. Um. You guys, I, I totally you guys got anything? Anything? <laughs> I saw the video for the first time like a month ago. Got anything I, you, you want to get off? Tell me things like that. I'm like, dude, this video is so. Old. I know. <laughs> anybody got uh? Anybody got uh, anything you want to? Did you see this picture on Reddit of two corgis God. scared of a giant zucchini? All right, Robert. No, and I'd like this. to keep it that way. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Robert, uh, is this guy showing his two, giant zucchini to his two corgis? And tune in next so time. Scared, so sad and scared. And hopefully uh, we'll probably be doing a top three classic video game quotes. Yeah, yeah and also top three uh, best corgi pictures. Oh, cool. Robert, kill yourself. Have a good night. <sighs> good night, everybody. Robert, I'll call you in a little bit. We'll hang out, okay? <laughs> mail us at classicgaming, mail at classicgamingpodcast.com, and we'll see you guys, as usual, in two weeks. Peace.